Hi guys, this is Jake Parker. Welcome back to another episode of the Beyond Fit podcast, where it's my job to help you apply knowledge that is both scientific and practical into your own life to maximize your physique development and your overall body, as well as your mind. The combination of these two things is what makes you Beyond Fit. Hey guys, this is Jake. So today's Mindset Monday podcast is called Two Things I Tell Every New Client. So basically these two things are not staples of what's expected in my coaching or what my coaching is going to offer or anything like that. The main point with these two things I'm going to tell you is I think this is what it comes down to whether or not you're going to reach your health and fitness goals and really whether you are going to change your body. And those two things are, one, you have to control calories in some way if you're going to change your body, whether you want to bulk up and gain muscle. Uh, I think that what's often underrated is I see this almost as much as I see people unable to control their calories in the opposite way. I see people not able to eat enough calories for their body to grow, especially men that have a hard time putting on muscle, maybe they're hard gainers. I often encourage these people to track calories for a short time, even if that's not a long-term solution, so they can get a better idea of how many calories are in the foods they're eating and the meals that they're eating frequently, so they can make sure that they're getting enough. Um, If you want to build muscle, if you want to build a bigger, stronger physique, if you want to bulk up, you have to eat enough calories. And I've talked about before, Uh, when you're talking about eating enough calories um, to gain muscle, that's going to look like a smaller percentage above your maintenance than it is going to look like to cut, to lose fat. But it's also a very individual number. So you've got to kind of see what works for you. And lately I've been more of a fan of just upticking your calories intuitively uh, and just eating a little bit past fullness level. I've been doing this with a couple of clients and it seems to work out pretty well um, to intuitively just know your body and know that you're eating enough to slowly gain weight. And if you're really focused on minimizing fat gain while trying to gain muscle, this might not be the best strategy. But that first thing, like I said, I tell clients is just going to be you have to control calories in some way because at the same time, uh, the more common thing that happens is people just don't realize that they're eating far too many calories. And so when it comes down to someone doing a diet or any way that someone successfully loses weight, loses fat, it is because they're in a calorie deficit. It's because they're eating less calories than they're taking in. And this is something I wish I would have realized a lot sooner because I spun my wheels for a long time, not understanding this. I tried different diets. I looked at different variables I could change in my training or whatever. And I didn't realize for a long, long time that calories are what it comes down to when you want to change your body composition, first and foremost. Now, there's a lot of things that go into that. And I think where people get lost and where that gets overly simplified is when you don't talk about feelings of fullness or cravings or events where you eat an influx of calories and how to handle that stuff. That's the sort of thing a coach can help you out with because those sort of things are hard to handle and know exactly how to prepare for. But 
it is helpful when you know that these choices eventually come down to, are you eating more or less calories than your body burns in order to be in that surplus that's going to either lead to muscle or fat gain, or you're in that deficit that's going to lead to hopefully fat loss. But for most of us, inevitably, some fat loss and a little bit of muscle loss too. Um, but yeah, that's the first thing I, I like to go through with people is we're understanding that calories are king is exactly what I say in my, in my client handbook. Calories are king. So that's going to determine first and foremost what happens with our body composition. And looking at my own journey again, I, I don't think it was until I read Mike Matthews' book, Bigger, Leaner, Stronger, that I really understood and finally got the point of calories hammered, hammered home to me because I intuitively think I understood when you're in a cut that you had to eat less calories somehow, but that definitely wasn't at the forefront of my mind. And that wasn't like the number one focus for me. It was cutting things out, cutting out alcohol, cutting out carbs, you know, cutting out quote unquote unhealthy food. And it's so much more empowering to realize that overall you just have to lower your calories because that can come from a lot of different sources. It just means eating smaller meals. It means eating a little bit less of the treats you like, but it definitely doesn't mean eliminating them. And so that's a big help psychologically to realize that to go in the diet and to lose weight, to lose fat, you don't have to give up anything. You just have to make sure that over time you're eating less calories and your body burns. The second thing I tell people, and this is a lot more along the lines of gaining muscle and with clients, I'll look to gain muscle with anyone who is for a male, you know, pretty relatively low body fat or pretty overweight. So someone who's lean, like, 11, 12, 13% body fat and wants to do a very specific bulk, that's one period when we'll definitely be working on gaining muscle. Or if someone's overweight, then we can work on doing a little bit of a recomp, which basically means that they can lose some fat and gain some muscle at the same time. But any guy that falls between like 13% and maybe 20%, that's the type of person we might look to first do a very specific cut before trying to gain muscle and put on muscle. But one of the things that also happens is because I teach the technicalities and the specifics of the form on various lifts, sometimes strength gains can come from just a better understanding of the form of a lift and tightening up range of motion specifics and just really understanding more the point of the exercise. But more often than not, people have this vision in their head. And I know because this was also me too, before I took the additional steps along my journey that you have to confuse the muscles, you have to do different exercises, that you have to get a pump, that you have to, you know, do a number of different things to gain muscle. But what I try to really hammer in is that you cannot divorce strength from muscle gain. So we really work on just gaining strength. And like I said, unless we're going to do a cut, it would be a little bit more focused on maintaining strength. But most people, when they come and work with me right away, we can focus on, okay, you're going to gain strength because that almost one for one is going to mean you're gaining muscle. Now there is some ways, and this is especially more relevant in like powerlifters or athletes, but there is some ways in which you would specifically work on gaining strength without gaining muscle. Maybe if you had to stay a certain size, like I said, for a sport or something, or stay in a certain weight class, that would usually necessitate different strategies, including going really low reps um, for weightlifting. So a lot of times it's almost always, I guess, going to be in the four to eight rep range or the 10 plus rep range when I'm working with clients. And those are all more hypertrophy type designated rep ranges where it's going to help you to gain muscle. So doing that, if you're lifting in a high enough rep range, 
and you're getting stronger over time, you can guarantee that you're gaining muscle. And I like to hammer that into people's heads too, because it creates singular focus on a goal and it takes away a lot of those extra things that we've heard, things we think we need to do, things that we feel like we need to shore up to really get, like I said, specific about what's the purpose here. All right, we want to gain muscle to change our body. Okay, we're going to get stronger and we're going to get stronger by choosing a few specific lifts to track progressive overload on over time. You've heard me talk a lot about progressive overload and that's going to be the main driver of the gains that we see and that my clients see in the first couple of months working together. And subsequently from there, we will change lifts in two or three months to focus on a little bit different lifts to hit a little bit different areas of the body and grow in just a little bit different sort of a range so that we can get just a little bit different stimulus, but again, still being focused on that strength gain in order to recruit muscle gain. Um, Another thing, like I said, that I just didn't understand for a long time. For me, it was, oh, you know, I'm going to get this really hard workout in and equating the difficulty and how sweaty or sore I got in a workout with how effective it was. And that's just not what you need to do. Sometimes it feels good psychologically to feel sweaty and sore coming out of a workout. But if you didn't markedly improve in some way during your workout, if you didn't improve your strength levels in some way or demand more of your body than you did the last time, then you're not going to change. You're not going to grow more muscle because your body has not been given a reason for that. So these things, I guess, really embody a lot about my philosophy, which is just that simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. If you really keep it simple and realize that no matter what direction you're going, if you're trying to gain muscle or lose fat, it either has to be a small calorie surplus or you have to be in a calorie deficit in order to lose fat. And then from there, if you want to gain muscle, you have to gain strength. And it seems simple, but these things, another phrase I often find myself saying is things like this are Simple, but they're not easy. It's not easy to go in and really grind in the weight room and figure out how to improve your strength week after week, because it really takes a lot of emotional and and psychological intensity as well as physical intensity, but people can do it. And that's the power of having a coach, having someone out there to motivate you and tell you that, yes, what, what we're doing is proven to work. It just requires that you put in the work yourself to get there. Keep these things in mind, no matter how you format your current plan. It's not 100% necessary that you do exactly the things that I say or the things that I do with my clients, but know that in some way you're going to be falling into these two principles when it comes to nutrition and training if you want to progress over time and if you want to see results and changes within your body. Hi guys, this is Jake Parker. Welcome back to another episode of the Beyond Fit Podcast, where it's my job to help you apply knowledge that is both scientific and practical into your own life to maximize your physique development and your overall body, as well as your mind. The combination of these two things is what makes you beyond fit.